Red Podcast. It's Red Podcast, the marketing podcast for experts. If you are spreading a message online or offline, this is the place for you. Doesn't matter if you've got a podcast, you're doing live events, you've got a newsletter, you're doing books, you're going to get something out of this. I'm David Hooper, and spreading messages is what I have been doing for the last 25 years. My focus for the last few years has been via audio. That is what I've done the entirety of my career. I started in 1991. I was a freshman at the University of Memphis. That's how I got into radio. thought I was going to be a musician. And I was for a little while, but kept hanging out at the radio station, doing promotion and things, and eventually got back into it that way. So here I am talking to you. I'm going to share some of the experiences that I've had in radio, in the music industry, and also in the book business. A few episodes ago, specifically episode 288, Jeff Sanders and I talked about misinformation and how easy it is to spread via podcasting, broadcasting, social media, the things that you are involved with. I'm going to give you an example from a conservative radio host based out of Nashville, Tennessee. His name is Phil Valentine. He's been here for a long time, had a syndicated show. You may have seen him on Fox News. He's been around. Check this out. Recently, Valentine voiced skepticism about the COVID vaccine on his radio show and in tweets. In December of 2020, he tweeted, I have a very low risk of A, getting COVID and B, dying of it if I do. Why would I risk getting a heart attack or paralysis by getting the vaccine? He did get it, meaning he got COVID, not the vaccine. Let me give you something from Phil in his own voice. This is from last month. It's a personal health decision. you got to look at your own situation and say, hey, if I get this COVID thing, do I have a chance of dying from it? And if you think that you got a chance of dying from it, you probably need to get the vaccine. I made the decision that I probably wouldn't die from it. And so here's what I did. Campbell, my Podgoats partner, started coming down with symptoms on Wednesday, and he had the, the horrible leg problem. Thursday, he got tested. And just as a precaution, I'm staying the other side of the house because I think, you know, he's got it, it sounds like. And so if he's got it, I'm going to get it because we were just doing a podcast the day before, two feet away from each other in this little studio for over an hour. When I woke up the next morning on Friday morning, Campbell tested positive for COVID. I said, as soon as I get through with doing what I'm doing at the boat, I'm going to go get tested. Now, I could tell that I had something. I just didn't know what it was, and I just figured it had to be COVID. I didn't have the muscle aches and all that stuff. But I went and got tested Friday morning, and uh, you know now they get the results back in an hour or so. But while I was there, I said, I want you to test me for vitamin D. I need to know, because I think I got it, and how I respond to this is going to be based on where my vitamin D level is. If my vitamin D level is still low, I'm going to be really aggressive on what I do. They said, okay, but we'll send it off, and you may not get it till Sunday or Monday. I said, whatever, I just need to know, because I know this COVID test is going to come back positive. And so I came back and got on the air that afternoon. Before that, they had already told me before I went on the air that I was COVID positive. I didn't tell you because I'm formulating at this point, now that I've made this decision not to get the vaccine, what I'm going to do, what my plan of action is. And I said, 
you know, God forbid I die. That's going to be so embarrassing. You know, after, <laughs> after all this talk about making your own personal health, yeah, you made the great decision, didn't you? But I said, no, I mean, I, this is not like, oh, I, I don't believe no COVID. I don't believe COVID. No, I, this is not like that at all. I'm making an intelligent decision. I'm basing it on all that I know and all that I've read. It's not some redneck knee-jerk reaction or anything like that. It is based on science. It sounds like he got it from his own son in the studio. That is worth noting if you were doing a podcast. Right now, I'm in a box, the booth, maybe six by eight. This is extremely common for me. If you're doing a podcast right now, if you're doing any kind of broadcast radio, if you're in a studio, be careful, man. Be careful. We turn the air off a lot of times. There's not a lot of circulation. You're in close proximity to others. Anyway, Phil was in the studio. He got COVID. He looked for some alternative treatments. And then this happened. This is a News 2 breaking news alert. As we start on your Wednesday, breaking news coming in involving a conservative radio host hospitalized for COVID-19. Minutes ago, it was announced Phil Valentine is now on a ventilator in Franklin, according to Nashville's Supertalk 99.7 WTN. His brother says he was showing slight improvement two days ago. However, Valentine has been on oxygen. The radio station says he decided to give his body a rest and out of an abundance of caution is now on that ventilator. Valentine hosts the Phil Valentine Show. He had said he tested positive for COVID July 11th. That did not take long. It took about a week. The people that you know, the people that I know, the people that are spreading messages, we are in the studio, we are on planes, we are doing live events, and you got to work. I cannot fault somebody, even as dangerous as it is to do this kind of work right now, to go out and make a living. You got to provide for yourself, you want to provide for your family. Still though, it's a scary time. Phil thought he was okay. He was not. Here's a little bit more information. Last month, it was reported he had COVID. Soon, updates from family and friends indicated how serious it was. That's where the story stayed for a while. And during that time, his brother was out doing a lot of media, a lot of national media. Valentine's brother said Phil regretted not being more pro-vaccine and wrote if he got back on the radio, he would encourage people to get vaccinated. He was saying that Phil was never anti-vaccine. And that if he returned, he would encourage people to get vaccinated. But he never had that chance. Breaking news, Tennessee radio host Phil Valentine has passed away after a battle with COVID-19. The end. It was done. Now, my experience with Phil Valentine was that he was always pleasant. I didn't know him well. I knew him professionally. I'd done an interview with him. I actually wanted to have him come speak at a local group that I have for podcasters. The pushback was so strong, we did not end up doing that. People saw him for basically what he's known for, which is spreading misinformation, spreading conspiracy theories. They didn't see him as the radio host who knew how to connect with an audience, who knew about syndication, he knew about keeping people engaged, he knew what it was like to go on air, have prep in front of him, and go, go, go for three or four hours, five hours a day sometimes. He was an amazing radio host. You know, a ton about broadcasting. Was there low-hanging fruit in there? Yeah, yeah. It is very easy to rile people up with a problem that you exaggerate, then tell them the remedy for that problem, be the remedy for that problem, 
be a remedy for pain. I think that's basically what Phil Valentine did for the 20 something years that he was on the air. He did this not only with COVID for that. He was doing it with taxes. He was doing it with a mass transit proposal that we had in middle Tennessee. Basically, if it had anything to do with what he considered government overreach, he would talk about it. One of those things, like I mentioned, the last 18 months, COVID, COVID, COVID. He downplayed it in a big way. And he was wrong about that. Let's talk about the bigger picture because this is not about COVID. But I am being very honest in saying that the information that he bet on, that he was spreading, was wrong. The result of that is that Phil Valentine is dead. It is too late for him to go back. Right now, his station is making so much money from an audience that still believes what he says, even though they've watched him over the last few weeks, they still believe in those conspiracy theories, the ones that he exaggerated for so long and the ones that he spread. It is doubtful that the station or the audience is going to change. That doesn't mean, though, that when you get caught in this situation, and you will get caught in this situation. I've been caught in it. And I'll explain that here in a second. It doesn't mean that you cannot do something different. I think that we can do a couple of things. One, to keep us from getting in this situation, and that is vet the information that we share. That means that we look for primary sources, where the information come from, not a source based on a source based on another source. Not a Facebook post from somebody who heard it from a friend, heard it from a friend. <laughs> like that REO Speedwagon song. <laughs> Nothing like that. We need to find primary sources, the horse's mouth, as they say. And we need to verify that the people that we share our platforms with are of high quality. I'm assuming because you're listening to this podcast, you have people, whether you've got a mailing list, whether you've got a blog, or you've got live events, you want somebody to get on the stage with you, or you've got somebody who wants you to tell about something that they're doing through whatever you're doing, maybe be on your podcast, maybe have you mentioned something on your podcast, maybe your Instagram, another social media tool that you got. We've got to verify the people who are coming to us, asking us to spread that information. We're asking us for an endorsement, and it is an endorsement when we bring them on to our platforms. I mentioned that I've been caught up in this situation a couple of times, getting a guest in the studio who happened to not be on the up and up. When that happens, that pulls us down. Maybe not immediately, but it does eventually because the truth comes out. And when the truth comes out, if you leave that information up, you look like an idiot. I can forgive people, and I think most people can, for having some people slip through the cracks mentioned that I've had this happen to me. I talked about this on the episode with Jeff Sanders, episode 288. This is a guy that I'll call the Christian pedophile. Jeff got caught up in this guy's mess too. He sold us a bill of goods. And what made me really mad about it was that he used us to sell that squeaky clean image, which was absolutely not true. When we found out about it, both of us removed everything instantly. Some people did not. And as I talked about with Jeff on that episode, we know who didn't. And we know that they know. But they're still letting it slide because they're getting downloads on it. They can't stand to have that hole in the catalog. 
that hole that goes from episode 126 to 128. Oh, where's 127? What happened? What's the story there? The Barbara Streisand effect. You know, Barbara Streisand, she had her house. It was on Google Maps, Google Street View. She didn't want people looking at it. Made a big deal about it. Blurted out. Now everybody's looking at it. And now that situation is named after her, the Barbara Streisand effect. <laughs> but if you take it away quietly, nobody's going to notice. What happened to episode 127? Uh, who cares? That first step, vet the info that we share. But when you miss it, and it will happen to you, then you do the second thing. When you realize that you're wrong, fix it. Phil Valentine did not have that opportunity. I think he might have had a few days in the hospital before they put him under. Maybe he still wasn't taking it seriously then. His brother claims that he was going to be the most pro-vaccine person that we've ever seen. Is that just revisionism? Is that to say, no, 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 he wasn't that bad of a guy? Maybe smooth out those rough edges? We got people that do that. Look at the leadership we've had. No, 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 no. I didn't want to go to war, but they did go to war. Revisionism. We've got people covering for us because they're making money off us too. Like I said, I'm not even sure that Phil wanted that. He never said it. We heard it from his brother. And at the same time, his brother was saying that, saying that Phil, if he ever comes back, he's going to be the most pro-vaccine person we've ever seen. The brothers on social media spreading other conspiracy theories. This whole situation is fascinating to me. You've got a guy that you see dying in front of you, all the doctors and the medical professionals with years of experience. They're all saying the same thing using their years of professional experience. You see this thing right in front of your face. That's what happened with us in the Christian pedophile. People came to us and they said, this guy abused me and they had evidence and they had court records. What am I going to do? Argue with them? I'm going to err on the side of caution. Yet we want to argue with those people to make ourselves feel that we were right because we hate being wrong. So you've got people denying what is happening. Sometimes we deny what is happening. And I think that's what we need to look at. We don't want to be one of those people. We want to be better. When we're wrong, we need to fix it. And I think that's especially correct for us People like you, people like me, people that are reaching people with what we do, your newsletter, your live events, your podcast, your broadcast. The pressure's on us. The great power comes great responsibility. So don't be one of those people. Be better. When you are wrong, fix it. And you are going to be wrong at times. We got to be comfortable with that. But that does not mean we can be lazy with our research or avoid the responsibility when we miss something. Let's use this example from Phil Valentine to do better than he did and also get vaxxed. His death was preventable. He could have been on the radio right now. No problem. All it would have taken were a couple shots. That's it. He wouldn't have been on a vent and he wouldn't be dead. Don't let that same thing happen to you. You've got a message. It's too important to be silenced because you're stubborn, because you want to go against people that know better than you When it comes to this stuff, this is not a conspiracy. This is not the world conspiring against you. This is science and this is what's happening. So if you value yourself, if you value your message, and if you value getting that message out and the people that listen to you, that read you, that hear you, that see you, 
go do it. If you want more information from me, let me give you the website we can find about spreading your message via a podcast. It's bigpodcast.com. You will find this podcast. You'll find my sister podcast, Build a Big Podcast, that is all about spreading a message via podcasting. Got a lot of stuff there. It's at bigpodcast.com. You can subscribe to this podcast, the sister podcast. I've got some episode templates that will help you to get into podcasting if you're not already. And if you are into podcasting, to help you to build better podcast episodes, bigpodcast.com has everything you need. Thanks for listening. I'll see you here on the next episode and I'll see you at bigpodcast.com. Stay safe, stay healthy. I'll see you next time around.